Hello and welcome to another edition of Logical, the regular legal podcast from HPL, Yamalava and Pletka, the Dubai-based law firm. Logical is still the Gulf region's first and only legal podcast. I'm Tim Elliott. I'm here on the 18th floor, socially distanced at Dubai's JLT, Jumeirah Lakes Towers, with the firm's managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Good to see you again. Pleasure to be seeing you too, Tim, and thanks for being back in our office. Now, today on Logical, we're talking about a recent announcement here in the UAE this month that's been welcomed by many of the country's long-term expatriate residents, and there are many of us. Uh, the Emirates has just begun providing retirement visas for those who are 55 years old and above. Not you or I yet, uh, Ludmilla, I have to say, but let's talk this through. This has just happened. Retired residents over 55 can now get a long-term residence visa. It'll last for a period of five years. In the initial instance, it can be renewed if eligibility criteria is met. So I guess we start there. What makes you eligible? Well, one is that, as you rightfully said, you have to be above 55 or 55 and mm-hmm. over. So I guess it's good news for all those um, who want to benefit from this, but ultimately otherwise did not really cons- consider themselves yet retirees at the age of 55. Uh, so in this particular context, the UAE did define retiree as being the age of 55. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one. Two, and interestingly enough, from kind of a legal standpoint, is that the law this the law on this was approved back in 2018 in fact September 2018 but okay. it wasn't really put into effect until September 2020 which is ultimately almost 2 years ago and for now and this is important to highlight is that Dubai seems to be at the forefront of implementing this particular uh, law more so than other emirates uh, now the law is is federal uh, in its um, in its nature, so therefore ultimately it will be this particular visa will be available to residents of other emirates. But for now, it seems that Dubai is still leading the charge. So if anybody is wanting to explore this option, I just wanted to put that uh, caveat out there that other emirates perhaps are not yet quite as ready uh, to start issuing these visas as Dubai is, and Dubai is. Not just ready, but also very eager because mm. this particular law has been publicized quite, uh, or this uh, this new policy has been publicized quite um, um, quite broadly. Uh, and as uh, you said before, the only applicability really, well, the main applicability is the age uh, is the age, which is fifty five. Then is the financial criteria. So right. not all retirees can qualify. And financially, there is. Um, uh, the applicants must meet one out of three financial criteria. So, uh, one, uh, they must earn either a monthly income of 20,000 dirhams. Okay. Uh, and then, two, having savings amounting to at least a million dirhams. Uh, or uh, own a property in Dubai worth two million dirhams. Uh, the property, however, cannot be mortgaged. And if you have more than one property, which together amounts to at least 2 million dirhams, this is also acceptable for the purposes of applying for a retiree visa. Now, if you're one of these applicants who, for example, has some savings and whose property does not yet quite uh, reach the uh, value of 2 million, uh, then if you uh, if you add your savings of, so let's say, a million dirhams and you have your property of, let's say, a million and two, uh, then those two particular values can be combined as long as they are 
cumulative more cumulatively more than two million dirhams, and then qualify you to apply for the retiree visas. In other words, even if you have just savings, but a property that's less than two million dirhams, you can combine those two things as well uh, to qualify. Okay, so there is kind of a, I guess, a mix and match uh, approach when it comes to eligibility criteria. It seems reasonably straightforward to me. Medical insurance, I guess, has to be one of the prerequisites because it is for all other visas, isn't it? Uh, for sure. In general, the medical insurance has now become part of our uh, part of part of our residential residence um, uh, approval uh, across the UAE for the mm. most part, but certainly in Dubai. So uh, it is um, uh, coverage that um, is is sort of expected, and in this particular case, this is no different. And if you think about it, it's even more important because we're talking about retirees sure. uh, who tend to be or will be older people. So they, out of everyone else, would definitely benefit and require health coverage more so uh, than perhaps younger people. So yes, there is also a requirement of um, of a health insurance, and in fact, uh, there is if some for some reason your application gets rejected, then there is a one month grace period for you to request a refund of the payment of your uh, health insurance coverage. Let's break this down a little bit further and look at the procedure, and also uh, if we can, Ludmilla, break down the costs uh, to qualify. Yes. So in order to apply. Uh, you need to submit documents, and depending on which uh, which one of these um, categories you fall into. So, for example, if you're applying on the basis of owning property that's over the that's over the value of two million dirhams, mm-hmm. then you you'd go through the land department or RIRA in okay. Dubai. And in general, the documents you need to be you need to present is obviously a passport copy of the applicant, and by the way, also uh, the applicant's uh, family can also qualify. And in that case, you would submit uh, passport copies of the, the spouse and the children. Uh, and then also, you'd have to if you are applying for a family, then you'd also you'd have to uh, submit marriage certificate, and they have to be legalized for the purposes of the UAE. And then copy of the visa if the resident of the UAE, for because sometimes some people may want to transfer their visa, their current visa, to a retiree visa. So if you're doing that, then you you would have to present a copy of your visa, and then that uh, in that case also a copy of your Emirates ID, a copy of the valid health insurance policy, and current residential address, mobile number, email address, and basically other kind of basic uh, contact details about the applicant. And with regards to the supporting evidence uh, that's required to show your uh, your eligibility, uh, you'd have to present the title deed. And as part of the title deed, you'd have to present the um, certificate from the land department of the value of the property. And in uh, most cases, it's the land department that has inspectors and uh, evaluators who would uh, who would issue the certificate showing the value of the property. So again, remember, the property has to be worth at least 2 million dirhams. Uh, so in that case, you'd have to present a title deed and this uh, valuation certificate showing the prop- your property is worth 2 million dirhams and up. Uh, and in the event you are doing it on the basis of your savings and your income, then you would have to present your bank statements uh, and if it's income and your salary certificates and, and such. Uh, so depending on under which category you apply, but uh, you ultimately have to present some proof that you are financially uh, liquid and financially stable uh, to qualify for this particular visa. What are the actual costs to get the visa stamped? Uh, so for now, the costs that have been announced, uh, there are different types of 
uh, costs that go into the overall package, if you will, for the application. There is the medical test that all applicants have to undergo for the purposes of um, applying for this visa. And this is the same process that is uh, required for any other residence visa. And the medical test is 753 dirhams as of today, but costs are always subject to change. <laughs> uh, then there is, and also this is important to uh, to highlight, is this this particular retiree visa is for five years. Yeah. Uh, current residence visas, in if you're in free zones for three years, if you're outside of free zone for two years. So this is actually for five years, which obviously provides uh, huge benefits, in particular for those who are looking to stay here for uh, long term. Mm. Uh, and so, so you'd have to also apply for Emirates ID, which this time will be valid for five years because right now Emirates IDs are limited for two or three years. So this yep. will be for five years. And there's a cost of 572 dirhams. And then the visa application itself, which is about... 900 dirhams, it's 889 or so dirhams, but uh, closer to 900 dirhams for the visa. And then there's a management fee of 100 dirhams, and then there's additional fee per every dependent uh, of uh, 318 dirhams. But also, obviously, if you are applying for the dependents, the dependents will also have to pay their own medical test fees and their own Emirates ID fees, so you have to double or triple uh, or multiply those fees for every dependent. And then uh, on top of that, you have to pay health insurance. So all in all, there's about per applicant, per person, it's about uh, 2,300 dirhams plus uh, insurance. And then um, similar costs or more around would apply for every additional person uh, as per that application. Essentially, it's worth remembering that this is five years, which is uh, a bonus when you compare that to the standard visa criteria. You can sponsor dependents, so family members can legally join you and live here in Dubai in your retirement years. The aim, or I guess one of the aims here, Ludmilla, is to increase that opportunity for Dubai. And then I guess the UAE, as this this opens up, as you've mentioned, uh, to allow it to become a, a preferred retirement destination. Well, yes, for sure. And certainly the UAE is well positioned to uh, host and accommodate uh, that uh, so that that contingent of the population. Uh, it's a very comfortable place to live with great infrastructure, great climate, and uh, great services. And um, with the, our freehold laws here do allow for foreigners to own freehold property outright. Uh, so all the requirements, all the the benefits are there. Uh, but one of the, um, perhaps for some at least, one of the issues before that if you do want to buy property here, uh, then um, you want to have residencies because you want to be able uh, to to benefit from all the other aspects of living in the UAE just like any other resident. And uh, for those who live in the UAE would know that everything here is linked to your residency. And that includes uh, renting a car or even owning a car, uh, opening up utilities, be it, be it um, uh, air conditioning or district cooling, as we call it here, mm. or uh, telephone services. Uh, you need to have, or if you want to rent property, you need to have residence visa. And uh, so for a lot of a lot of investors in the past who wanted to buy here, that be- that became an issue. Uh, they could have a villa, but in order to, uh, for example, to own a car that which they want to keep in that villa, they needed to have residence visas. So as a result, they were uh, exploring other alternative ways of, of getting residence visa for themselves because there was no, uh, at least until recently, there wasn't really a way to have a visa link to property ownership. 
And so this allows uh, for uh, for those who are looking perhaps to retire or to or to uh, create a home for the long haul um, somewhere to uh, to apply on that basis of just basically making this their kind of retirement uh, home and then benefit for um, from all the typical benefits that come uh, to residents of the UAE. Uh, but another benefit is that this particular visa, the retiree visa, does not require you to come back into the UAE uh, you know, as other residence visas require uh, on an annual basis. Uh, okay. So other typical residence visas, the one perhaps like you and I have, employment visas, uh, they require us to come back into the UE every six months. Mm. Uh, and so this particular visa does not require um, that commitment. So which means uh, for those who just want to make an investment here and come here every so often for a little vacation, uh, all of a sudden it makes it a lot more flexible for them to plan their, or not plan for that matter, uh, their uh, th- their future uh, without necessarily having to come back into the UE just for that particular uh, to be that particular requirement. And that makes some sense. I was reading the words of the Director General of Dubai Tourism, uh, Halal Mari. He says the program is going to boost the Emirates tourism economy at a time when clearly tourism does need a boost uh, at the moment in particular. And if you think about the number of visits, maybe even frequent visits from families, of friends, uh, of retirees, and increasing visits from markets with a high population of retired people, that brings this into focus because there's a large population of expats from India and Pakistan here in Dubai. We all know that, uh, for example. It's a relatively short plane journey from either of those two destinations to get to your holiday home. So it, it's perfectly logical. Well, for sure. And in the past, many of them have already claimed the UAE and Dubai in particular as their home, right. but they've had to do it through different means. So, for example, in, in the most common tool that that they've used is just setting up their own companies but that you open up ultimately a a fictitious company if you will just for sole purpose of of having residence visa but with that uh, come so many other expenses you have to uh, pay annual uh, company or first of all incorporation uh, fees uh, for which are not insignificant then you have to pay annual uh, company fees or, or license fees. Uh, then you also have for every company you have to pay a, a tenancy uh, fee. And even if you, so it's because that's how a lot of the the companies here are set up is there's a requirement of having a lease, even if it's a virtual or a flexi desktop lease, there's still a payment to that. And then often with, when you have a company, then you also have to uh, pay various third-party liability insurance and other types of insurance. So the costs add up. And then and ultimately, to what end? If you really, the only reason you want to be here is to be able to enjoy your property mm-hmm. uh, and um, and call this your home for the long haul. So so I think this is a great step forward. It's a, it's a, it's a huge development. And I can see how this would be of much benefit for a lot of people who have already been here more or less for the same purpose and have been looking forward to uh, to spending more time in the UAE and now they'll be able to to avail themselves of five-year visa versus three uh, and ultimately reduce the cost for its application. So this is the initial phase of the program and this is focusing on residents of the country who've worked in Dubai for more than 10 years and we know because this is a federal law that this is something that is going to be rolled out and opened up in 
Abu Dhabi Emirate, for example, Russell Kamer Emirate potentially uh, in the near future. Um, what's the reaction been like to the news? I mean, anecdotally, I know and I understand uh, that that's all you can really offer. But what have you heard from interested clients, uh, friends? Uh, certainly very positive. And we already have a, a number of clients who are now wishing to transfer from their even investment visas because in right. Dubai we have had the option of investment visas and that is uh, you get a visa. Uh, a residence visa if you own property for that's worth at least a million dirhams and so there are but they are three-year visas and so and there are other kind of costs associated with that so as those visas are now starting to expire and this particular new law is now being introduced we already have a number of clients who have expressed interest in moving or from their current residence visa investment visa for example to this retiree retiree visa uh, so it's very positive, and I I assume this is just the beginning because obviously with with COVID nineteen still uh, still sort of banging on our doors, we are not quite yet open to as many outsiders and as many tourists and as many um, even returning residents um, as we were before. So as things settle down on that front, I imagine um, this will gain even more popularity. Uh, as uh, you know, as people continue to start coming back, one and two, as authorities hash out their rules further. But for now, uh, there is, in fact, just in September of this, uh, just I guess last this this a few weeks ago, mm. there's a new website that was rolled out by the authorities, which is www.retireindubai.com. And so yeah. for now, if you want to try to avail yourself of this option already. This is, uh, that's the website you want to go to and you want to, uh, through the website, there's relevant details, the contact details that you would follow in order to submit your application. Uh, and um, so I, I certainly, we're already starting to do this on our end, but I certainly envision there's a lot more interest and a lot more, uh, I guess, development or evolution in terms of the, um, the, the user-friendly format of it as time goes on. And that's another edition of Logical, how you can retire here in the UAE soon. That website again, retireindubai.com. Expected to be up and running soon. The relevant details should be there. As ever, our legal expert here on Logical today was Ludmilla Yamalaba, managing partner here at Yamalaba and Pleska in JLT here in sunny Dubai. Always an education talking to you. Always lovely to be engaging in the debate with you. If you have a legal question you need answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you need a consultation with a qualified legal professional with UAE experience, all you have to do is click contact at lylawyers.com or you can WhatsApp directly 00971 525 1611.